1: Hello all, welcome back to another episode of Southern Demonology, and as always, I am your host, JJ. Our lives are measured not by birthdays, but by the events that fall between them. I was reminded about this quotation from the TV show, The Waltons. Yes, please don't be surprised uh, because A, my birthday was in the beginning of January and B, I am at the age where I literally forget how old I am. I actually thought I was a year older than what I actually am and have thought that for the entire year. Sad story, but very true. Hopefully with the events of the past couple of years that can be forgiven, but that's another story. Yet, this episode isn't about my failing memory or inability to perform simple math. I thought that as we are now in the new year, three months in to be exact, I would give a preview as to what I hope to get accomplished for the rest of the year in terms of the channel. Fitting, as I gave a summary of the past year uh, in one of the last episodes of 2021. First, at the end of the last year, I was temporarily exploring the social audio platform called Wisdom and had considered doing some shows or impromptu talks on that platform. In fact, I had done an overall summary of what Southern Demonology is, in addition to a 25-minute talk where I covered some of what this episode actually does cover now. However, I will not be continuing on that platform. I have nothing against it, and the idea behind it sound. Sound? Get it? Sorry, couldn't resist. And yes, I am a cheesy bastard. One could have others join in on the conversation, and creators earn coins which can be redeemed for real cash. Those are very positive things. Yet, there are more than a few flaws. First, it's a mobile-only application, which means that one cannot use audio equipment already in use for a podcast. And yes, while wireless earbuds have come a long way, They have not come nearly far enough. Second, the amount of compensation awarded is so ridiculously low that it's simply not worth investing in it as an alternative platform unless one did nothing but that. And third, even though it's a mobile-only platform, it only supports Apple ecosystems. And I'm sorry, I I have been a huge fan of Android for a very long time. And if you cannot support an Android ecosystem, then I'm just really not interested. So, however, you never really know until you try something. And I did give it the old college try. So, there it is. However, if you do want to listen to the overall overview of the channel or that original 25-minute talk, uh, you're more than welcome to, uh, to do so. You can find links in our Discord server if you'd like to join or on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Southern Demonology. You also find links to all of our stuff, including our Patreon, um, in, in the description of this uh, podcast episode. However, what I am going to put some more additional investment into is YouTube. As I already have content there. In fact, every episode is uploaded. uh, And I have invested a good bit of time and attention to getting everything in shape. In fact, if you ever wanted to listen or watch, as the case may be, to Southern Demonology, but wanted everything organized into predefined playlists, such as Ghost Stories, Demonology, or Tales from Japan, then that is a great resource. Also, every as I said before, every episode is up there. Yet, unless you are already dependent upon YouTube, there really wasn't a reason to go listen to Southern Demonology there. So, I will be creating a combination of video shorts and custom content there going forward. If you enjoy Southern Demonology and have a spare minute, I would really appreciate you subscribing. It would actually help me out a phenomenal amount. But, on to the main content of what some of the episodes for Southern Demonology will cover this year. Well, I do plan on having some more interviews coming up that will cover a variety of topics from personal accounts to demonic activity and protection rites to angelic experiences. Yet, there will be tons of custom content as well. For example, I am finally going to be delving into apocalypses and academic interpretations of the book of Revelation, perhaps the most egregiously abused book of the Christian New Testament. Further, I will be exploring the uh, Lephophisidik, the Bandlet of Righteousness, also called the Ethiopian Book of the Dead. And while I have covered the Book of Enoch a good bit, I'll also be delving into other pseudepigraphal books in a new series. Have you ever wanted to learn more about the Tales of the Twelve Patriarchs or the Book of Jubilees? Then look forward to those upcoming episodes. But there are some bigger themes that I also want to explore. The first is concerning the rise of duality in Judaism. Ancient Judaism did just fine without a predefined enemy for God. In fact, if God is truly all-powerful, then it's destined to be a loser's fight to begin with, no? When I started out studying Second Temple Judaism... I was initially under the impression that this dualism resulted in theological conflicts with current political and wartime events. For example, if the 70 nations had an angel that protected and led it and those other nations were ganging up on Israel, then that would certainly have some complications. Could the old moniker of, quote, God controls everything, unquote, really fit into play there? Further, in this time period, we see a rise in the sentiment that this is the end times. Sound familiar? How can that be explained if there was no enemy? Further, both the first and second temples have now been destroyed and the people thrown into exile. So it's been posited by many that Judaism enc- encountered and mingled with Zoroastrianism, which not only had perhaps one of the most defined dualisms ever built, but also that it has the oldest religious scriptures of any world religion. And this religion had so many influences. In Ge'ez, or classical Ethiopic, you see this in its magical text. It uses black and red inks for magic or religious purposes, which is a tradition directly inherited from Zoroastrianism. But this end times idea also sounds suspiciously like Zoroastrianism. And you see that clearly with the Essenes. The authors of the Dead Sea Scrolls firmly believed that they were going to be fighting an enemy they referred to as the Katim, but we know to be the Romans and they firmly believed that angels were going to be fighting with them. There's even the war scroll that dictated how humanity was supposed to act in the presence of these divine beings, down to how far out latrines should be dug in order to not sully them. All of this is to say that I am keenly interested in exploring the possible links between Zoroastrianism and the rise of dualism in Judaism. And if you wanted a crash course on Zoroastrianism, then please check out our episode on that. Another theme will involve some of the inconsistencies portrayed in modern exorcism. See, exorcism is portrayed as as a direct conflict of wills. And this conflict can drain an exorcist of everything that's enjoyable about life. And you can find references to this in several books on the subject, most notably Malachi Martin's Hostage to the Devil, which I have referred to quite a few times. Yet, Martin's interviews tell a slightly different tale. Have you ever listened to Art Bell by any chance? He was a radio host for decades that covered every anything supernatural, alien, or just plain weird. And you can find ton of old recorded shows of his on YouTube. In fact, I've been listening to his back catalog for months, mainly re-uploaded by The Wolf King, amongst many others. Um, I don't know the man, but I thank him profusely for going back through Bell's back catalog. Many of Art Bell's shows are fantastic, especially his ghost-to-ghost AM shows, where every Halloween, he'd take nothing but callers who were clamoring to share their own ghost stories. Yet, he also had a show to do, so he would accept pretty much anyone who had a crackpot theory to sell Anyway, I found his shows by discovering that he interviewed Father Malachi Martin quite a number of times, and those interviews are fascinating. Uh, I will be holding a summation episode in the near future, but one of the things that Martin stated is that he had performed thousands of exorcisms. And that flies in the face of so many of, these, of his previous statements about how draining the right can be. So, Expect a few episodes on that coming up. To finish this topic out, I will also finally complete my Name of the Devil series with one episode that is outstanding and follow up with the Name of God series that I've been secretly writing in the back of my head for the past six months. (laughs) And, of course, I will continue to bring the occasional horror uh, horror movie review up for discussion, as I just can't help myself. It's sad, but if you ever feel like uh, I have time to watch something for enjoyment, I inevitably start searching out horror movies to watch. And every once in a while, that strategy can pay off. Yet, nine out of ten times, the movies are so horrible that I have to abandon them halfway through or just hold my head in my hands, wondering what the hell I've just wasted the past two hours of my life doing. I have two cases in point. Um, This past weekend, I was searching for some movies uh, for my wife and I to watch. And I found two that piqued my curiosity. They live inside us and The Ascent A-S-S-E-N-T The first one They Live Inside Us sounded like a good old body horror film and it started off pretty decently for an obviously independent movie There's a husband and wife and the wife has been sleepwalking for the past two and a half years and doing some very odd things while doing so, such as standing on the, in the exact same spot on the front porch while holding her hands up in a the sun gesture. Very apt, considering that Elden Ring just released. But things go so suddenly off the rails that it's excruciatingly painful to watch. For example, a TV news broadcast just happens to mention a mosquito-borne virus. Oh, jeez, I wonder if that has anything to do with what's going on. Not to mention the plot holes that are wide enough to drive a tank through. For example, the husband's excuse to film everything was so that he could post videos up and get help from the internet. And the first suggestion that he finds helpful? To lock his wife inside. Wow, glad he never thought of that one coming up over the past two and a half years to keep her from getting eaten alive by mosquitoes while living in freaking Louisiana. The same exact creatures who are passing along this new virus that I am sure has nothing to do with the events that are about to unfold. Trust me, there are plenty of good horror movies out there. This is just a sad excuse of someone who saw a horror movie once and said to themselves, gee, I bet I could do that. The other not-so-good choice was The Ascent, which is about an exorcism. Honestly, I wouldn't give the details, I I won't give the details around it, um, as it makes one fundamental flaw. It tries to focus on a father and son, the babysitter, and a rebel priest who was convicted of the murder of a young boy whom he had tried to exorcise before but failed. I'm sorry, but none of that matters. Nearly every exorcism movie makes the same mistake. It takes the focus away from the sensual premise that a bloody demon is residing in a human body and must be cast out. And that right there has more than enough story elements to fill a hundred movies, nevertheless one. The only movie to have gotten that mostly right is the original, The Exorcist. None others have even come close. It's the same exact cardinal sin that most horror movies make. Yes, many movies need world building to move along the story. Here, you don't. At all. Same thing with Freddy and Vs. Jason. A movie that I had dreamed about for years and then it suddenly was announced and i was so happy to see it i just think about it you have two titanic classic figures squaring off against one another but you want to give them the back seat to some forgivable teens sure why not fantastic idea I love listening to whining kids when all I wanted to see were two figures throw down for an hour and a half. And yes, as you can guess, I'm not bitter about that movie at all, even after all these years. Alright, I'm still a little bit bitter. So there we have it, a rough outline of my some upcoming episodes. Though if I'm honest with myself... There is one other thing that I want to happen this year, and that is to write a book on some of the topics that I've discussed over these many episodes, along with a few that are still percolating in the old noggin. Not sure if I'm going to be able to find the time. Observant uh, listeners will know that we're already at the first or second March, and I have not even released an episode since the end of the year. Uh, but this is an eventual goal part of me wonders if it would even be worth doing but then I think back someone wrote that craptastic piece of crap the bible code and others even bought it so why not write a book that would have you know actual research and facts Funny story, a fellow religion major at my school bought that book and was excited to read it. We still make fun of him for that to this day. Hey, it's what a good friend should do, no? There is one last thing that I want to talk about, both in terms of a goal that I have for the year, in addition to something that I had considered... But am no longer going to do. Remember. When I was talking about Art Bell. Well. He's the one who had his. Coach to ghost. AM. Series. And then he left it. And he handed the reins over to somebody else. And that has continued. To this day. And. Art Bell then came back and uh, started another show, which continued exactly what he did. And it seemed like the Coast to Coast AM people decided in order to differentiate themselves, they were going to take the insane meter up to one billion to try to be different. I have a decent bit of respect for the old show that Art Bell did. And there were a handful of decent coast-to-coast AM shows I have listened to. And so I have begun putting together a media package in order to start requesting uh, radio and TV interviews. Because I'm really wanting to take this podcast to the next level. And I'm still going to do that. In fact, I have a rough draft. I've got some friends reading over it. And I've got a nice email template already designed. So if you happen to know of anyone who is looking for interviews, uh, please feel free to uh, pass that my way but one of the shows in which I had considered submitting for was Coast to Coast AM and this is with me knowing that there was a fair bit of crazy that was on that channel, I mean on that radio program that is until today it, one of their recent uploads showed up in my YouTube feed entitled Something About the Nephilim. And you know me. If I see Nephilim, I'm all in. So I listen to it. I'm not going to give this person's name because they don't deserve that. But the person being interviewed had been a guest 18 times on this bloody program. And this person begins by espousing the hollow earth theory. Which, if you don't know what that is, you're better off not cluttering your mind with that garbage. But if that's where it began and ended that would be one thing. But oh no, it gets much much better. This person then moves on to the Nephilim and how you know he, he conflates everything to the ends of the earth. But he he says that the Nephilim rather than being the giants that they are the angels. And they survive the first flood, or deluge, by going off-planet. And then they come back. And so they're still around. And rather than taking wives for uh, amongst the generations of men, um, the Nephilim decide to pit humanity against each other. And so they're the reason why we have you know, tanks and nuclear weapons and we're always fighting each other. It's because of the Nephilim. And then he goes off into another global conspiracy that seems to have nothing to do with them. And then he he winds up by saying, oh, you know, COVID was just created because we were getting too close to the truth. And so they released it again, this they, never bloody specified, I was so angry and so utterly confused how someone could not only believe this shit, and I'm sorry for the language, but... The fact that someone would allow them to speak on these insane theories. It, it literally boggles my mind. And so after hearing that, no, I have washed my hands of ever wanting to submit. For that idiotic radio show program. I realize that they have content to do. But if you allow that level of crazy. To come back. Not just once. Once it could have been a mistake. 18 times in a row. That's more than a mistake. That is just pandering to insanity. So. I had to get that off my chest thank you for allowing me to to speak about this tonight Uh, but I hope this is kind of a decent roadmap, I do have a lot planned for this year Uh, work has been rather aggressive as of late so that is the absolute main reason why I haven't been able to record as much as I wanted to that and you know you've been away from something for so long you you just keep putting it off and finally listening to that Nephilim crap spurred me to action Uh, so I'm back in the hot seat again and I really do plan on staying in it this time so anyway thank you very much for tuning in I greatly appreciate it if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me Uh, information will be in the description in addition to at the end of this episode in the outro Uh, but otherwise feel free to visit us um, on our website southerndemonology.com on our discord server Uh, if you want to support us through patreon please feel free to do so Um, although of course no obligations goes without saying Um, and yeah uh, I hope you are staying safe out there And uh, hopefully the world will return to some semblance of normal soon. Although with the whole Ukraine thing, God only knows. Uh, But stay safe and we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Southern Demonology. Find us online at southerndemonology.com where you can find all of our social and podcasting links. Also, if you have a moment, please feel free to rate this podcast and leave any encouraging feedbacks that you may have. As always, I am JJ and it has been a pleasure getting to talk to you today.